The Chill Zone with Bertha Charuma. That's uh, Andreas Vollenweider behind the gardens, behind the wall, under the tree. That is the title of the track uh, featuring Walter Kaiser Pedro uh, Helderman. Broadcasting live from the Joy of Jazz, and of course, uh, Volenweider also will be performing if he hasn't already. But look, it's an event for a couple of days, and broadcasting live from there, and it's absolutely uh, what an ambiance, packed to the bream. Coming up on the show, Alan Campbell is our next guest, a new hotels and resorts sales and marketing director on screen and new hotels and resorts. So in a bid to bolster fiscal responsibility and reduce uh, government spending, the South African Treasury has amongst other cost-cutting implemented restrictions on government travel, uh, conferences, catering, and this is causing quite a bit of a, a um, significant uh, apprehension within the hospitality industry and it's affecting the hospitality industry in a nutshell. But uh, let's hear from Alan what you know uh, the environment is like and what are the effects of, of these uh, cutdowns. Alan Campbell, good to have you on the Chill Zone. Hi Bertha, thank you so much for having me. So, a new hotels and resorts, uh, you are in, in the sales and marketing uh, department, well, as a director. You've seen a lot of um, issues, or should I say effects, of cutdowns from government, of which it has you know, played a, a big role in injecting you know, uh, job creation, injecting money basically into the tourism industry. What has been happening um, at the moment? Absolutely. I think, you know, the, the important thing to note is that government is the largest employer in South Africa. And as such, they're the, one of the largest procurers of uh, conferencing and accommodation in the country as well. So any change in their buying habits has quite a knock-on effect for the industry. And the industry, you know, things are looking good for us. They, they really have turned a corner since COVID. But the reality is we still in a period of recovery and uh, any uncertainty at this stage, uh, you know, poses challenges in how we plan for the next steps and how we plan to grow forward as a, as a tourism industry. And um, what, what, can we, what can we do in terms of uh, maybe we just need to shift, shift the mindset, come up with innovative ideas, uh, because if it is such that, you know, the government is cutting down, and there will be effects. What can we do in the meantime? Well, I think, I, I think don't get me wrong, you know, as a taxpayer, I, I'm very uh, pro the idea of government being more fiscally responsible. Uh, and if they see cost, cut, uh, cost cutting as the, the way to get there, then I support that. But I think what we need as an industry is engagement. We need to understand the problems and we need to be included in part of developing solutions for it. And we also need to, to really understand what the impact of these cuts are going to be. There's been a lot of talk of uh, no non-essential travel. You know, I, I would like to think as a taxpayer that there is no such thing as non-essential government travel. Um, so we, we really need a, you know, more insight from Treasury into what these cuts mean, what the impact's going to be. Because as an industry, you know, we, we, we've gone through a tough time and we are a resilient industry, but uh, we do need direction. We do need support from government in moving forward.
And I, I was also just looking at, you know, some of the insight that was uh, presented to me, whereby, you know, uh, the tourism industry opens doors for those without skills. So at least it's, it's a stepping stone to get into the work environment. And like you were highlighting that if government does not uh, participate, then it can affect, uh, you know, this particular avenue for, for the, you know, for the unemployed. And then my, my question Absolutely. then goes to, because I always, yeah, I always like to think of um, positive options. Maybe collaborations, maybe? Is, is there an opportunity for collaborations of sort? I think always. I, I think, you know, youth unemployment sits at about 51% in South Africa. And, you know, hospitality provides such a great avenue for people without necessarily a qualification or a relevant qualification to gain entry into the marketplace learn skills and become economically active. It's such a crucial gateway for so many people who start off as a waiter or a bartender or a receptionist or a cleaner to get into those kinds of roles where they can develop and start a career. You know, collaboration, yes, you know, we, we definitely are open to as an industry more collaboration. I think that was one of the benefits of COVID is it really got industry and government talking. But I think we've we've gotten a little bit um, complacent in keeping those conversations going and keeping that engagement going and really partnering up to approach some of the challenges that we as an industry and as a country face. And just to kind of like paint a picture so that whoever is listening really grasp why we are having this conversation and the effects of uh, what we are talking about to say, you know, uh, government is cutting down. In terms of maybe roughly percentages, what are we looking at in, you know, looking at those that are unemployed? How much of effect has this decision caused um, in the tourism industry? Just a rough, a rough percentage maybe? I, I, I think the, the challenge is that it's really difficult to know at this stage and it's difficult to tell because we don't have complete insights into what uh, Treasury's plans are exactly how it's going to be implemented and how they differentiate between essential and non-essential travel. So I think, you know, the, the main impact right now is, is this big pause and holding a breath to understand what comes next. And that does obviously affect new appointments, skills development plans, training programs. You know, the, the, the industry is based on client demand. So very much occupancy staffing models and that is all based on planning for the kinds of periods you expect to see. It's a big unknown for us at the moment, and it's, and it's providing a challenging environment to navigate. As far as what that percentage impact looks like, government's given an initial indication that, you know, the 15% cut across the board, but we, we don't quite know how that's going to be implemented. And what would you think is the ideal way to go forward? Just, just roughly, hypothetically. Sure. Well, I can, I can tell you I'm, I'm glad I'm not on the government side of the, the table because they do have a task ahead of themselves in, in managing the debt crisis that we're heading towards. But I do think it needs to engage. I think, you know, one of the things that got certainly our industry and I think a lot of other industries through the pandemic was that feeling of working together there is a team to try and resolve and overcome these challenges. And, and we need more of the same.
Yeah, this is quite interesting. And it's so sad that, you know, as you are also trying to navigate creating jobs for those that are unemployed, the other sectors then, you know, shut doors and, and it just becomes, you know, a, a snowball effect where everybody then just, you know, gets, um, gets affected. And for more information, for instance, uh, where you are sitting, if somebody would like to be in touch, where do they go, who do they talk to? I think the best thing for, for, for most people would be to head over to our website. There's the career portal, there's information on our properties, and, and that's a great way to get in touch with us. You know, if you do want to talk about these issues or have ideas or wish to collaborate and navigate it together, we're very much open to engage. Mm. And I see you, you, you advocating for more consultative approach. Um, wh which departments would you like to have these conversations with? Hopefully I think directly with Treasury. <laughs> Absolutely. I think with Treasury in general, you know, obviously some of the unions have already raised their concerns about what a cutback in government skills development will look like and what that funding change, the long term impact of it. And we have similar questions. I think, uh, you know, beyond just hospitality, and, and I think it's important to say that hospitality is not just hotels, it comprises transport companies, event planning, logistics, catering, restaurants, conference centers. It, it's, a, it's a large ecosystem that all relies on each other and, and works together. So any small change, even a 1% change in government spend across the board has a big effect. I mean, I stand under correction, but I think government spend equated for about 20% of GDP last year. So their buying impact across the board in the country is big and, and we need that activity to stimulate um, you know, stimulate the economy and create jobs. Mm, that is so true. You know, it's interesting that we're talking about this issue today. It would have been such an ideal platform because um, I think it was last week or so, we had um, Minister of Tourism, Patricia DeLille. Um, she was on the show and it will be just interesting, you know, sometimes from where you are sitting, a direct conversation with her, yes, on air, it's short-lived and then maybe, you know, where you can then say, okay, let's meet outside of this conversation and, and just discuss and, and iron out things because sometimes I think it's all just lost in translation where people just don't Absolutely. do what they are supposed to do. Yeah, making decisions without really realizing the impact yes and, and you know and and i think patricia a little i'm a big fan uh, i think she's fantastic for the industry and fantastic for this country uh, and i think she's doing an incredible job in terms of helping steer as a tourism where it needs to go but i think you know this would have come as a surprise to her as well i would imagine um and you know it, it would have been one thing if we said as a, as, a, as a country, a treasury department's going to help us save X amount of costs, so we're looking to cut X amount of percentage. We want to do this in a staged approach in consultation with industry to save X percent over, you know, and, and let us figure out and plan for how we approach this with greater certainty, with greater confidence to continue investing in people and properties and services because we want South Africa to be world class. But at the same time, we, we need to be responsible in how we approach really showcasing what South Africa is all about.
Mm, that is so true. Alan Campbell, a new hotels and resorts sales and marketing director um, uh, on screen, a new hotels and resorts. And just before I let you go with a new, uh, what do they offer? Sure. Uh, it really depends hotel to hotel, but I guess the, the main thing I would say is we've got an incredible team of staff. Hospitality, you know, I firmly believe is a calling and a willingness to serve people is, is no small thing. And I think what we offer is great services, great hotels, and most of all, just incredible staff that really are there to look after everything for you. Alan, thank you so much for joining us on The Chill Zone. Let's hope uh, we all find means and ways, uh, to, you know, where you can then meet halfway with the tourism department or whoever is making decisions to also for them to realize that making a decision in the office um, is not necessarily the best without, you know, consulting um, the other members that actually participate in that uh, particular environment. But thank you so much for joining Absolutely. us and all the best. Thank you for making time. Thank you so much for having me, Bertha. All the best. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye for now. Alan Campbell, a new hotels and resorts sales and marketing director on screen, a new hotels and resorts. And of course, um, he advocates for, you know, consultative approach uh, with industry bodies to plan for and assess long-term consequences of restrictions and uh, to offer a time frame within which uh, to adjust and basically uh, you know, we're talking about how uh, certain departments in, you know, it could be the tourism department, it could be the financing department that cut down budgets, especially the travel budgets, without really realizing the impact, the snowball effect that it causes uh, for other uh, branches such as uh, tourism resorts um, that then get, gets affected. It's not just tourism, it's travel. It's the food industry, it's the catering, it's a whole lot more. It, it just becomes, you know, a big, big elephant. But I suppose with conversations, uh, this can be mitigated.